0: no memo no party is what the headline will say welcome to did someone say soccer a mexico national team special i'm your host nate and i'm with the homies abe peter and angel say what's up fools what's that hey how's it going my Nate? What's up, what's up, bro? If you guys didn't listen to the Mexico-South Korea episode, I highly suggest you guys go back and listen to that. You would know that these are the homies that I travel to watch the Mexico games when they come to the United States. Mexico beats Japan 2-0. This was a tale of two halves, a constant attack from the Japanese the first 35 minutes of the game. They came to play. They forced Memo to make saves left and right to prove why he is Mexico's number one keeper. What are your guys' thoughts on the
1: first half, Angel? The team sucked. Straight up, <laughs> like it took them. Uh, it took them like what thirty two minutes to get a shot. The usual mistakes. Nothing, you know, nothing new. Uh, first, what was it? After the ninth minute, you know, Japan had a good run where they were just shooting. Memo had to block like three or four, or else, you know, the game could have been over in the first 20 minutes or so.
2: Abe? Um, I saw the recap for the first half because I didn't see the first, but, yeah, dude, um, Japan was on full attack for that one. I saw a couple of those saves were really cliches by, by Memo, but... Um, yeah, dude, if it wasn't for him, but that, that's the story with Memo, as as long as he's been playing with Mexico. Peter?
3: Yeah, this, the whole midfield, the defense, they look like shit. Like, lack of creating plays, uh, even taking any damn shots on goal that first half, it, was just, it looked horrible.
0: Yeah, they were lucky to be going at halftime, nil-nil. Very impressed with Memo. Mexico didn't start controlling the game until about what did you say thirty two thirty fifth minute, and that's when they started turning it on i actually I was watching the the bet line on this game as as the game was going on because it started at a a plus one hundred for mexico and then uh as soon as Japan started attacking attacking attacking. I Every 10 minutes I started looking at it, it went up like a plus 140, a plus 160, a plus 180. And then right around the 35th minute, it was at a plus 210. I threw $50 on since Mexico won. I won a $155. I wish I could have been a fly on the wall in the locker room at halftime. Angel, if you were... If you were Tata, what do you think his
1: halftime speech was? I don't know. He was probably like, come on, guys. You know, Japan isn't that hard. I'm going to pray for us, you know, Rosa de Guadalupe style. <laughs> you know, get Mother Nature involved or something because we need it.
0: Mexico came out pressed and controlled the whole second half. I don't remember Memo making hardly any saves that second half. Well, we could hardly even see the match, the second half, because of that damn fog that rolled in. Raul Jimenez put Mexico on the board first as he put the ball past that Illinois Japanese goalkeeper. Then Henry Martin came on and gave a perfect through ball to El Chucky Lozano to win this game 2-0. Peter, what were your thoughts on the second
3: half? Oh, man, freaking, they finally got some damn shots on goal. Uh, I think with the subs, that whole midfield was just trash. And as soon as Antuna came in, you know, Henry Martin with that pass to chuki that's when, like, things started opening up. They actually started creating plays. I think Pizarro got a little bit more comfortable as well. But, yeah, it just, it looked a little bit better. Then the damn first half, they finally got some damn shots on the target there, which was,
2: you know, what we needed. Abe? Yo, um, what I like about, like, these younger players, man, so Mexico has a history of wanting to get up against the goal. Like, you. they want to shoot, like, in the goalie's face. What I appreciate more now is that they're starting to shoot from further and further back. So, you know, see, seeing the midfielders get up there and then the forwards starting to shoot from, like, not not just within the the penalty box area, but from outside. You know, it, it was it, for sure it was raining shots.
1: Angel, um, well, I wasn't really convinced with the second half because you know, like we mentioned, the fog was pretty thick, so we don't really know how much you know it was based on the weather. And uh, in the first goal, it was kind of like a lucky reflection that you know let them score. So it's. To me, it was a little bit concerning still because Pizarro wasn't really doing much. And, you know, he's still starting. I don't know.
0: Yeah, that fog was ridiculous. Good thing for the red ball that they put in. Because you could actually see the red ball, but you couldn't see the players. That second second half team was by far better than that first half. When Henry Martin came on and gave that one chance that he had to deliver a perfect through ball to Chucky, that is what I want to see the death from our bench. So I got a question for you guys. Althuna came in also, and is he a better sub, or is he, does he deserve
1: to start? Angel? I think he should start, but thinking about the last game, uh, we said Pineda was player of the game. This game, he started, and he didn't make much of a difference. So it could be, you know, the the lack of, uh, you know, physical ability. Maybe they should both be coming in as subs, and, you know, it would provide the Mexico squad with, you know, uh,
2: someone fresh. Abe? Yeah, for sure. I agree with Angel. It would be better if it would be like a 45-minute and a 45-minute the only thing they would have to do is just keep like the the like the motion going with the rest of the team without having to, you know, when you have a new player, it kind of messes with like the rhythm of the game. So if they kind of play similar, I think it'd be better if it was half and half. Peter. Yeah,
3: I think he should come as uh, even because when he plays with Chivas, you you can see like when he starts, he really doesn't do much. But when he comes out as a sub, like, yeah, I don't know, for some reason he has more confidence or he just he just gets it and he actually scores goals. So I think for him, yeah, coming
2: out as a sub is better. So the man of the match, who do you guys have? Abe? I'm, I'm going to give it to Memo, man. It's just because it, it it could have been 3-0 by the end of the, the first half, for sure.
1: Angel? I would have to say the same. Uh, you know, he kept them in the game. Uh, be Up to that point, you know, it was uh, Japan started parking the bus, and then after that first Mexico mistake, they, they went all out. He stopped it, and, you know, then they got tired of so much pressing, which allowed Mexico to kind of take advantage in the second half. Peter? Yeah, I
3: would say Memo too, but I think... The Fog. I say the Fog is the man of the man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: the,
3: the Fog, I don't know, like Angel said, maybe Tata did pray or something, <laughs> but it seemed like the
2: Fog saved our ass on that one. Dude, I feel, I feel like uh, Tata would talk to him like a, like someone that could get you in trouble, but not all the way. Like if an uncle's getting you in trouble or something, like they have the right to like talk shit to you, but not fully as your parents. It's like, like a weird stubborn talk like that, you know? <laughs>
0: Past two matches, we've agreed who the man of the match is. What did you guys like and what did you guys not like from this game compared to the South Korea game? Peter?
3: From this game, I got to say, I didn't like the formation he sent out. It just, especially the midfield, just didn't look right. I mean, you could tell from that first game that the players he put in were actually, like, creating plays like, we had so many damn shots on target. Like, it was just, they just freaking South Korea was just lucky that we couldn't put it behind the net. But, um, yeah, that and the defense is just, I mean, I felt like Salcedo actually played pretty decent last game. And this game, you didn't even give him a shot. Like, I understand rotating the players, trying to bring them in. But I don't know, sometimes you just got to stick with the, you know, if something's not broke, you know,
1: why why mess with it? I really disliked the way they couldn't possess the ball where in the South Korean game they had possession which kind of let them control the tempo and the other thing I didn't like about this game was you know the way they were kicking the corner kicks like if they were really close to the bar like they were all wasted none of them were really that
2: good um, what I like more is, is the shots, just the the fact that they're actually, you know, getting the confidence to to shoot it from further away. Um, what I don't like is just I know they're friendlies and you could do so much momentum and you could move so many players and all these substitutions. I don't like that. If I was a coach, I would still kind of try to keep like my three substitutions only because in the real game, you're not going to be able to like mess with your with your formation as much and your substitutions, you know. I
0: didn't like that he had Pizarro starting. I mean, we've seen what Pizarro's been doing for Inter-Miami, and he's hardly done shit for them. He's had an okay season, so I don't know what he expected Pizarro to do for the national team here. I see him as a sub and only a sub if needed. I agree with Peter. I wish Saucedo would have been out there, but I think that after seeing this, we see that he's going to be the big the big player for the big games and for our defense. I love seeing Memo out there. Hands down, no one should be playing in front of him. And uh, I love that uh, Chuki found the net, got a goal for the the national team.
2: So how good how good would have been that 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 kick, that that half bicycle kick he threw in the air if that would have gone in? That
0: would have been dope. It would have been awesome. <laughs> Okay, so let me ask you guys this: Has Memo Ochoa surpassed Oswaldo Sanchez and Jorge Campos as the best mes- Mexican keeper ever?
2: Abe, I'm gonna have to be biased on this one because <laughs> technically everybody else is on here is a Chivas supporter, but you, you know, Peter, Peter, the Chivas supporter, Angels, a Chivas supporter. So, you know, to to me, to me, Oswaldo's gonna be the top gun. For, for forever, you know that's that's my childhood. Those are my teenage years, all the way up until he retired. So, but at the same time, Jorge Campos is like God mode, you know. So he he definitely will be up there within like the top three, four, five. But I don't know, man. I have to give to Sanchez for sure. Angel, um, I would have to give it to Campos.
1: He's more like he's the icon. He's the one that you know, kind of you know, with the bright uniforms and everything, he kind of put Mexico out out there, and, like, he was really flashy. So I would have to say Campos, and I would also be biased, but I'm going to have to say Memo has surpassed Sanchez. Peter?
3: Uh, You know what? I think Memo has, especially when he uh, went on with that last World Cup in Brazil where he just, like, he balled out, and then... To even till now, he's showing that like in the g- games, like he's a game changer. You know, there, we could be getting slaughtered if it wasn't for him in so many games. I feel like he has like kept that same level since that Brazil World Cup. So yeah, I think I think he's a top dog
0: like, for sure. I think that he surpassed Oswaldo, and he's not if he's right there with Campos or he's he's. Almost surpassing him. He, he's, he's almost level with him. So, all right. So, Tata has been in charge for 21 games now. He is 19-1-1. Have you guys bought into Tata? Peter? I,
3: I got to say, yeah. He's actually shown... Well, when he doesn't mess with the lineups too much... Like, you can see the team, like, if we have, like, all our players healthy, like Tecatito, Raul, Chucky in that front line. And, you know, when we get Jonathan Dos Santos back, uh, Hector Herrera, you know, he's he's always seems to call those players. He seems to have the right lineup. So, uh, I mean, he's a winner. You saw what he did with uh, Atlanta United in the MLS, and he's actually proving it with uh, the Mexico team. So, I'm I'm buying
2: in. Dave um, yeah, he drew pretty well, man. I, I want to see him f- at least for for uh, this World Cup and how all these friendlies are going. I would I would want to see him uh, how he's going to perform and what he's going to choose to do with like uh, a higher caliber team, like J- Japan and Korea. They're they're good teams, you know. They're not bad teams, but you no, know, it, it's a different level playing like a, a Germany or an Argentina and all these other more international known teams. So we'll see what he does with them, you know. Angel? Yeah, I'm going
1: to have to agree with what Abraham said. Um, It seems that all the Mexico coaches, they do really well, but they tend to play weaker teams, especially with the CONCACAF. So until they play someone that's, you know, higher caliber and prove themselves, you know, he really hasn't proved it yet. But I do like him more than Osorio because Osorio, with all that lineup changing, player swapping, like, that was so dumb. Like, I hated that.
0: He did just beat uh the Netherlands. That Netherlands team did have uh Memphis Depay and uh, Van Dyke on there. So, that was that was an impressive win for Mexico. I'm starting to buy into this guy. I I like what he's doing. He uh I guess it doesn't matter how how bad we play the first half. He seems to have these guys ready to go the second half. And I just want to see him be able to do that for both halves and then I will be completely bought in. So what are your guys' expectations for the head co- for for Tata going forward and for the players going forward? Angel,
1: I just want them to get better cuz this World Cup it's it's going to have a lot of the the senior players is going to be the last one and uh you know, growing up I really liked Guardado and you know Carlos Vela and all that. So, seeing how they're going to, these young players are going to play with them, you know, is kind of what I'm looking forward to. But they haven't really got a lot of time together. So, I'm not sure how well they can do. I just want them to get better and, you know, at least advance further in the World Cup
2: than they have before. That's my expectations. yeah, man. Well, that's everybody just wants that for uh, for their national team. You know, um, l- let's make the playoffs, you know, like I, I hope I hope uh, there's there's a lot of players that that I feel like they're owned, uh, like they owe it to them. You know, like like Memo, all the hard work he's put in over the years. It's it's a lot of players how, you know, it's it's like any team when, when you see players that are going to start to retire and they haven't achieved, which would technically I would assume in, in like the soccer world would be like the ultimate goal to win the World Cup, you know, it'd be nice. Peter?
3: Yeah, you know, definitely. I want to see them, like, play a more consistent lineup, you know? If we have all our stars. I want to see, like, what Tata, like, does when we actually have the whole lineup, you know, from Chuki to Raul, even Chicharito, you know, a lot of people bash on them. But today, the dudes <laughs> top scoring are top-scoring our fucking uh, in the Mexico squad, so, you know? Give him a chance, Memo. You know, like like these guys said, like we want to see them win the World Cup. So, you know, I just want to see, I want to see our players just perform at that level that they're playing with their like Raúl with the with the club, with the Premier, and Luke Lozano, you know, tearing it up. And Tecatito, I mean, he's been freaking on fire over here with Porto. So yeah, pretty much just want to see them all play together and we just want to see them ball out.
0: Let me ask you this, Peter. Since you're the L.A.F.C. fan in the group, should Vela get recalled to the national team?
3: I think he should. I think you know he he ball he he fucking balls out, bro. Like he's a fucking good ass player. The thing about him though is, if he wants to do it, you know, if does isn't like if he's kind of forced, he's not gonna ball out. Like he will Like he fucking balls out, you no. Know? It's just, it's it's all really up to him. If he wants to really go, then, you know, he'll go and he'll ball out. But if he doesn't want to go, you know, he's he's just going to go to play the part, basically. You know what I mean? That's just who he is.
0: So before the game, the commentators were talking about the, IL, the ideal lineup. And the front three, their ideal front three was Chuki, Jimenez, and Carlos Vela and i thought that was interesting because vela hasn't played with the national team in quite a while uh, do you guys like that lineup or would you guys rather
1: have tiquatito in there instead angel uh carlos velas my favorite player from the mexico national team so i think he should be there he has that you know he that with that left foot he's he's dangerous he commands you know, the defense to go and get him where uh, Tecatito, he, he's known to, but he just, he doesn't have, I guess, the accolades and, uh, you know, that Vela has.
2: It- um, It's all right, man. I'm not a big fan of Tecatito. I know people blow him up and stuff like that, you know. It, it might be because he's a younger player and stuff like that, but sometimes I feel he's like too selfish. You know he want he wants to make like the big plays and stuff like that. Um, I, I definitely would prefer Vela. Um, I like I like uh, I like uh, Dos Santos being uh, an attacking mid with Vela. That, that's what I would like to see.
0: Gio or J- Jonathan?
2: Um, Gio. Peter.
3: Yeah, I mean, obviously, I'm gonna go with Vela. I mean, the dude's a fucking baller. But you know what? I would like to see is Tata maybe use Tecatito like they use them in portal. Sometimes like a right back that like moves up and down, you know? Maybe that'll be a dope lineup. But if it was just like spot for spot, I'm going to go with Bella. I mean, that fucking killer left leg
0: he has too. I mean, you just, you can't replace that. Do you think that they could play Tecatito as a 10? and have him roam in front of uh, Gordalvo and be able to attack and create and take people on in the center? Angel? I think. Go ahead, Peter. I'm sorry.
3: Yeah, on, yeah, yeah, I think, uh, I mean, the dude, he's shown how he's grown, and he he could create those plays. You know, the way he cuts, he moves into the space, I think. I think he could play that role.
1: Angel? I think so, too. I mean, he has the talent, and, you know, he can do it, and he's getting a lot of playing time in Porto. You he, he can see the confidence building. So I think he could do it. It just depends on who he's starting over or what the lineup is, you know.
2: So it kind of is based on the formation. Abe? Um, Are you saying uh, Guardado would be right in the center?
0: I would say, like, Play Cordavo more of like a defensive mid?
2: Okay. Uh, I don't know. I, I prefer Guardado uh, uh, on the left wing. Uh, for some reason, I've always liked him better there than any other player. So who
0: do you guys not want to see out there anymore? After these two games that you've seen, who do you guys say? Who, if you could tell Tata, do not bring this
1: player back, who would it be? Angel? Um, well, I like that squad. I just, the only thing I don't like is who he's starting, but I think the squad is there. He's, he's picking the players, you know, uh, that he thinks has the best potential. I just, it would just be based on who he's starting over, you know, what position instead of picking new players. Peter? Ah,
3: please don't bring Hector Moreno anymore. I think he's past his prime. He's old. He, he looks like he's too slow. He, he, he can't, you know, he can't command that defense. I think it's time for him to just to hang up the
2: boots. It, yeah, I was gonna say that man because if something is lacking right now, Mexico would probably be the the defending side of it, and I feel like they need someone that's gonna be like a, you know, like to to me the uh, the captain of a team. I, I like when the captain of the team is a defender. And I, I feel like they need someone strong like that to lead the defense. So I'm I'm agree with Peter for uh, Hector Moreno for them.
0: I'm going to say Pizarro can keep his ass in Miami. I know, <laughs> I, know, I know Angel likes him because he goes out there and dances when he scores or whatever. But, I mean, we have Diego Linez out there. Uh, he, he should be playing over um, Pizarro. I mean, we need to develop this kid and get him out there. Pizarro's already past his prime. I mean, I don't know how old he is. He's 27, but he doesn't do anything when he's out there for the national team. He's just like a body out there. And I'm going to say keep his ass in Miami. So is there anything else you guys want to talk about?
1: I wanted to bring up how Mexico always sucks at corners defending them. And they always say like oh it's because you know the other players are so much taller yet today you know the the japanese weren't like you can't really say they're much taller than the mexican players yet they were losing the corners and it's like you guys can't be losing in set pieces like that you guys are already bad on defense you know the last thing you need is to be horrible at defending the corners
2: abe I don't know. Over overall, I feel like that, though, because he's just kind of like testing out players and stuff like that. It's, it's kind of hard to say like what they need to do more and stuff. It's still it's still kind of like a trial and error basis. But um, yeah, for sure with Angel on that one, I feel like they're just rushing those corners way too fast. Peter, I feel like
3: we need. I mean, I know we had injuries in the mid with uh, Guardado, Herrera, and freaking Jonathan Dos Santos. But you know, I just like the players they brought up. Just there was a lack of chemistry. Like it, it doesn't seem like they fit. They fit right there. So, I mean, I'm just hoping that we get our uh, stars back and uh, maybe just bring in one or two of the young dudes right there. I mean, I don't know why you don't like Pizarro. That's the Joker right there, bro. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's he's uh he's just lacking that playing time with the other other uh, players. I think. But the dude, I mean, he, he has talent, bro. He just he just giving up on him too quick. Maybe because you're a freaking crew fan. I don't know.
0: <laughs> Can we talk about the pregame? How the commentators were recruiting for Chivas before <laughs> the game? How this Austrian Mexicano was wants to be a Chivas player that plays in the fourth division uh, in Austria. Was it Rapid Vienna?
1: Yeah, I think so. Rapid something. What did you think about that, Angel? Um. Well, he's already 23, and I had never really heard of him. So, like, I feel like if he had talent, he wouldn't be playing for that team. And I get that Chivas has been bad, you know, for the last couple of years, but there's got to be better players, you know than that and I wouldn't necessarily be like out looking for players that are you know half half european and you know expect them to be better than the players that are 100% mexican it's all based on talent and I didn't from the highlights they showed I only saw him score one goal so I'm I'm like why isn't there any more highlights is that it is that all he's got like you know bicycle kick or something they had this they had
0: they had his mom crying on the on the <laughs> channel. Abe, would yeah. you're the biggest Chivas fan out of all everyone here? Would you
2: give this dude a trial? Nah, <laughs> nah, I won't. Nah, not not even close, man. There's um, Mexico has such a big pool of talent and like young talent. Kids out there decide when they're eight, nine, and ten. Like, hey, I'm gonna be a pro player. And I want to play for Chivas and if I don't play for Chivas, I don't want to play for nobody else. So no, not really. Did they mention, is his mom the Mexican one? Yeah. And then his dad's European? Yeah, his dad's from Austria, but they live over there. Bro, nah. The the, the closest they've came is is a Mexican-American here from California that both of his parents are from Mexico and he was born here in the U.S. So technically he's still 100% Mexican. That dude's only fifty percent Mexican. It's not. It's not gonna fly, man. Since nineteen oh six, it's not gonna fly. <laughs> <laughs> Peter.
3: Yeah, I mean, even though you know, we had a shitty year, but now nah, you can't just sign anybody off the street like that. You know, you gotta <laughs> fucking, you gotta fucking come through the whole system. You know, from the from the academy all the way. You know, work your way up. Don't just oh fuck. You know. Fuck you guys, you.
2: man! Fuck yeah. yeah! Fuck you guys! You guys are crushing his dream. All right. Yeah, yeah, you, should, you, you know who should give him a chance? Columbus Crew. That's who should give him a chance. <laughs> He's in the fourth division for a reason. <laughs> All right.
0: Let's go into final thoughts. Angel. Um,
1: I like the way they ended the year. I mean, like we these are the players that they have at the moment. Looking forward to seeing how the team is once they get the senior players back. But other than that, they, they've
2: played well. Abe. Hey. Yeah, man, the team I I would give the team right now like a solid C plus, you know? Um they they got work to do, but hopefully it gets better. Uh final thoughts for the stuff like that, man. I hope all this shit goes away soon with all this COVID, because you know I miss fucking the feeling of being in a goddamn stadium fucking surrounded by, you know, 5,000 other people that are rooting for the same thing you're rooting and, you know, drinking a beer and, you know, watching our team fucking score a goal, man.
0: Yeah, you guys got that badass stadium in, was it Inglewood, and you guys haven't even been in it yet? All right, Peter.
3: And can you imagine a Mexico
2: game there? Oh, <laughs>
3: crazy! Ooh. Nah, but yeah, I think overall, you know, it's good to see fucking we're actually scoring. You know, Chucky, Raúl. You know that that just helps with their confidence. You know, I, I like what I'm seeing. You know, the only thing is like it's fucking defense. I mean, I just think we need that's, we've always liked defense, so we need to fix that. And then I hope columbus gets as far as lafc because we're gonna make it to the final we have <laughs> columbus crew lafc final
0: well if that happens you I know where it's know. gonna be <laughs> it's gonna be in columbus
3: maybe
0: yeah because uh i thought
3: they were they're doing like they're not doing the neutral sites so or anything
0: like that nope because uh columbus is the third the three seed and you guys are what like last seed like nine or something like that
3: well we're like i think we dropped down to six Oh okay. it's fucking! <laughs> some gold or some bullshit like that. But I don't know, dude. Hey, there's Ohio. Is Ohio Letting
0: fans over there? Yeah, right now they actually are. It's just it's uh, a fifteen hundred something like that. Nothing big. They're they're oh. separated.
2: Oh. So dude, I, I'd play to Ohio for that game for sure.
0: For my final thoughts, I was not satisfied with the two wins. We need to be better, especially in the back line. I think that when Jonathan Dos Santos and Gordago come back, we will see a more rounded team, better attack, better defense. I hope that you I hope that you guys enjoyed the international break specials that we had on the on Mexico and the US. The homies and I will continue to put these Mexico episodes out when they play. So make sure you guys subscribe to our, to our show to get our latest content. And if you are new and like what you've heard, go listen to our other episodes. So tell your friends and tell your family. See ya. See you guys next time. Peace. Viva Mexico.
3: Later. Let's go LAFC. Screw the crew. <laughs>